0: If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.magaw, spelled M-C-G-A-U-T-H, at five-star B-D-M, B for brand, D for development, and for masters, dot com. Now let's begin with our next five-star episode on Follow the Brand. Welcome to the Follow Brand Podcast recap of Season 1. I am your host, Grant McGaw. In Season 1, we introduce you to the concepts of personal branding in a different way in which you gain a point of view from our various guests on how they leverage their brand for career success. I want to challenge you to get out of your way and find your voice. Today, I will introduce you to my behind-the-scenes producer, Daniela Gillette, as she and I review the myriad stories of season one that spells out a platform for your success with your brand. We all are worthy and capable of developing our brand by following key principles spelled out during the season through personal stories. Our goal is to share, empower, and educate which are the ethos of success of the Follow the Brand podcast. Integrity honesty, and authenticity are the principles of our next guest. Daniela Gillette is a corporate recruiter turned data analytics enthusiast. She currently possesses over five plus years of experience in HR slash recruitment practices and policies, and three years in working with both structured and unstructured data in the healthcare industry. Daniela currently works as a data engineer for a healthcare solutions organization where she is responsible for maintaining the data transformation, data normalization, and data ingestion for provider risk scoring. Before joining to her current organization, she worked as a data analyst under quality improvement for a managed care organization where she was responsible for creating robust dashboards and reports that were used to track healthcare, effectiveness, data, and information set, better known as HEDIS, performance for contracted provider groups in the health plan. Her accomplishments include quality HEDIS created a dynamic dashboard that leveraged membership data and procedure slash diagnosis codes to track provider performance in closing HEDIS care gaps year over year. This tool was presented and recognized by C-suite executives. She also conducted claims analysis to identify the impact of contracted vendor outreach efforts in closing care gaps as it pertains to HEDIS. Also, in her operations, she created a service Learning Agreement, or SLA, tool to aid internal departments in identifying resources and staff that were out of scope for contractual obligations. Daniela is also the host of the Life and Business Trailblazer podcast formed in March 2018 to create an international space or an intentional space around entrepreneurship and lifestyle management for creatives and working professionals. Daniela is currently pursuing a doctorate in public health, or Dr. Ph. in health education, where she is prepared to become a chief data officer, who will utilize her experience and data analysis to help drive insight and public health decisions around social determinants of health in underserved communities. Let's welcome Daniela Gillette. Hello, everyone, and thank you again for joining Follow the Brand. This is our recap of season one. Can you believe it? We started this in June. It is now toward the end of September. We have had a wonderful, wonderful run. I mean, the launch was fantastic. I really liked all the different guests that that came on the show. We had 15 recorded episodes. And I wanted to bring to you the behind the scenes look because I don't do this by myself. As others might might think that's no, oh, grand, it's not like, no, no, not at all. If it wasn't for our guest tonight, Daniela, Gillette, mm-hmm. or Gillette, depending on how she's feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I like Gillette, actually. I like, I, I like Daniela has been my inspiration. She came to me, it had to be at least two years ago, with the idea of doing a podcast, as she worked with me on the uh, staff at the National Association of Health Services Executives of Florida Chapter. She helped me uh, a, a lot on some of the different committees and that type of thing. And I, I just it was intrigued by her. She is an entrepreneur as well as a careerist. And she's done just, a just a, every time I talked to her, I learned something different. Some other achievement that she's done, some other, you know, accolades, some other certifications, some other (laughs) departments, ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. And she helps me do the podcast in the background. All of of the artwork that you see, that's done by her husband. All the editing that you see, all the, the whole brand production for Follow Brand came as a collaboration with me working with her. And this is the culmination of that creation. So I want to bring her on to the mic and let you talk to Danielle. We're going to recap everything that we feel we learned and hopefully you learned by tuning in to follow the brand in season one. So without further ado, Miss Danielle Gele.
1: Oh, hello, hello, beautiful people. And uh, Grant, thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to step from behind the scenes and, and, and become uh, center focused. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure to work with you, and I've known you for, I think, almost three or so years now, and just seeing your growth with this show has been so fulfilling and, and lets me know that I'm doing the right thing by allowing people to use their stories to influence change, to influence others, and in your case, to really influence others to grow their personal brand so that other individuals can follow their brand. So I'm just so honored to be
0: here. Oh my God. And you bring that up, follow the brand. Now, I remember when we, we were talking about what we're going to name the show. And I had about five different choices. You had five different choices. You sent all of them to me. And then as a, and you saved follow the brand for the very last one. And I looked at that and said, that's it. That's it. That's the name.
1: It's, it's
0: so a wrap, You know, follow okay. the brand. So let me ask you this, because you that was on your piece of paper, Paula brand. How did you come up with that name?
1: Oh, wow. You know, I think that I have a very interesting creative process when I'm trying to determine whether it's a title for a book or whether it's a title for a podcast. So for me, I was actually kind of thinking about what would be an appropriate title for Grant based off of the services that he offers through Five Star BDM. Right, which is five star brand development masters. And so for me, it's, you know, if if you're focused on teaching people how to expand their reach with their brand, then I think it's very fitting to say, well, how about you just follow the brand? Right. And so that's really how I came up with that is just kind of tying all of the appropriate elements together into a very beautiful bow.
0: Well, you did a fantastic job. And I really, truly appreciate all your help. She has a podcast production process uh, that is a, is a project management that you, we take you through as part of the five star BDM services that she does. She's done it for a number of different people. She did a great one for uh, Tanasia Gonzalez. I thought that was phenomenal. And I said, Well, we've got to do this for ourselves, because we need to promote your capabilities and mm-hmm. what you're doing. So now my question is, what, because you've had a podcast for a while, you've been doing this for a while, what got you into podcasting and to the level that you're actually producing them?
1: Oh, wow. That's a that's a very heavy question, Grant. And, you know, hopefully I can answer it honestly. So naturally, I am an introvert. And so for so many years, I wasn't really using my voice and I wanted to challenge myself by getting out of my own way. You know, getting out of my own mental uh, barriers, right, that really prevented me from showcasing all of the skills and talents that I truly possess. So, in my quest to being the best person that I could be and really operating from a very high frequency, I challenged myself to start a podcast. And for me, my interest was really targeting people that were very similar to my background, my interest, and my skill sets. So as you mentioned earlier, I am an entrepreneur. I carry many hats aside from working full time. And uh, one of the challenges that I experience as an entrepreneur is really connecting the dots when it comes to information. So for example, I had a very hard time with trying to understand, well, how do I actually create a website that captures the mission of my company? And how do I actually connect with other influencers that can really help me in promoting my products? And um, when I started to connect with other individuals in the same space, you know, they were like, we're having the same issue as well. And um, I also included a financial component to it because I was born in Haiti. My parents didn't really teach me too much about financial management. And so even though I wasn't a frivolous, you know, spender, I felt that there were still some things that, you know, I should have learned when I was a child, but I didn't. And so I also wanted to integrate that aspect into the podcast, because, again, I'm a millennial and like many millennials that are probably born to Caribbean parents. They don't really sit down and teach you financial management. They don't teach you wealth management. And for me, that's a that's a true desire is to learn how to create intergenerational wealth. And so I created this space for individuals who share that similar interest. You're wanting to thrive. You're wanting to strive. You're wanting to make an impact in the community that you serve. And so that's where the Life in Business Trailblazer podcast was born. And I'm really glad that I listened to my inner voice Um, That said, go ahead and show the world what you have. Start using your voice to tell beautiful stories and let other people know that you are here like them, willing to support them and willing to connect them to the resources that they need to be successful entrepreneurs and individuals. So that's really how I got into it, Grant.
0: (laughs) And that has been a success story without without question. You inspired me. You've inspired a lot of others. I think we've got a hit on our hands with Follow the Brand. We're bringing in our network that we're giving visibility and a voice to people that a lot of us don't hear from. You know, when, you, when you're talking about different executives that are out in the field or different entrepreneurs that are out in the field or, or different people that are developing in, 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 in certain ways that have a fantastic story that we want to tell, we want to tell. And we wanted to take this show. This is a recap. We want to recap what we learned in the first season. We had 15 episodes. We had a couple of shows with myself and then a, just a hard pivot to just bringing our guest on. And the reason why I wanted to do that, instead of me telling you, like, educationally, you know, different points of interest, like personal brand is this, you need to do that. I wanted you to hear it live and you start to see it live. And because I have this beautiful person called Daniela Gillette behind the scenes, she gets to listen to every single podcast. And I thought she would be great to come on the show and tell us what she learned and how she felt about these episodes.
1: Wow. Well, again, Grant, you know, I think tonight you're on a roll with the heavy questions. <laughs> Um, As you mentioned, and I did have a pleasure of listening and editing 15 episodes that each had their own duration and length. Some of them were pretty short. Some of them were very long and still in debt. But overall, I enjoyed all of them because the way that I see it is that each of the guests came into this platform authentically. They came with their own nuggets, their own wisdom that they were imparting with the audience listeners. And I know that they have also gathered wisdom from listening to all of the lessons that they've encountered in their lives. And so um, you and I were chatting a few moments ago, and I was telling you that even though I love every single episode, my most favorite is the one with Dr. Luther Brewster. And, you know, he really just talked about how he is someone that currently lives in the future, you know? And 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 talks about you know how success is you know you know for you as an individual, but solutions are for other people, and um, that's just you know maybe two nuggets. But during the episode recording, he shared so many jewels about how as an early careerist, it's important for you to prove to yourself that you are who you say you are, and that's 100%, 100%.
0: significant. One hundred percent,
1: and that's significant. Because a lot of people think about it, Grant, they don't have high self-esteem, they don't have confidence, right? But when they really tie everything back to who they are, what they want to become, their value system, kind of how you mentioned in your first few episodes, what's your value system? You know, what what are those things that kind of carry you along, you know, that you will never deviate away from? And so um, that episode is really important because it really reestablishes the importance of convincing not only yourself that you are worthy and capable, but also showing others that you are worthy and capable. And so um, I also really enjoyed the recording with Angie Price. Her, you know, her story was really inspire- inspiring. She had lupus while she was in college. And the doctors, you know, gave her a diagnosis that she wasn't going to make it. And she made it. And she ended up becoming the go-to person in, in various organizations and ended up becoming the face of the Lucas Foundation, or the spokesperson, rather. And so it just goes to show that they are very tenacious and very powerful individuals who are just imparting wisdom to really help you and getting a sense of who you are as a professional and as a person. And that kind of brings me to Ms. Beverly Eddy. I love her. I love her fire. You know, I love her fire in that she tells you, do not try to emulate someone else's career. You can find inspiration in their story, but create your own. And that's powerful because no two shoes will fit the same person. You know, we all have our own journeys in life, our own destinations. We have to walk on that path that's destined for us only. And so um, she also addressed the the concept that, you know, as a woman say yes to opportunities, say yes to opportunities and um, know who you are and become really good at what you know. That way people will come to you and say, oh, I know Daniela is really good with this and it's gonna be true. And so I can I can really go on and on Graham, but I'll just I'll, I'll just kind of drop those few and then we'll just kind of build from there
0: well you you hit the nail on the head and I wanted to because when I look at you you're my my test market right and <laughs> the, the early careers out there the mid careers out there they're looking for that next step how do they get to you know the, that next opportunity and what does that look like or people that maybe they're in their, their, their senior level executive now, and then they're looking to pivot into being an entrepreneur. What does that look like? How can I get there? And I wanted people to get that. The personal branding is the hinge pin. It's the cornerstone that you can use to pivot and to move. And if you look at a lot of the you know, episodes that I put together, that we put together, that instead of me, again, trying to, teach you certain principles, like out of a book, with here's the topic, here's your ABCs, maybe a small example, and then a conclusion. I wanted you to hear from people that were living it, right? So when you get into my first two episodes, like you said, we're talking about a personal story. That is so important as a foundation. You've got to have your own personal story. You're going to have to sit back and really think about it and write it out for yourself. You know, these are episodic stories things that were episodes for you that were pivotal, pivotal and pointed to a, a change in your life and as you said earlier about the values that's the personal code gee I know you really liked that episode she kept telling me man Grant that was one of my favorites the personal code and I got that aspiration from a movie but that's your value those are the values that you do not compromise on that's the that's your line in the sand I this is it you know for me it was integrity I do not compromise my integrity. You have to know what your code is, what your values are. That's important. That's the beginning of having a strong personal brand. And then again, getting to your point of view, you pointed to Deborah Lee Eddy, man, what a wonderful episode. If anyone listening to this podcast right now, you have not listened to to Deborah Lee Eddy. I I, I suggest that you do that. You'll get what we call the point of view, which is so important that as things change over time, that now personal branding is a must in career advancement. It just has to happen. And then we talk about investing in leadership, leadership coaching with Foster Exposé Jr. He's a psychologist, gastropsychologist out in Denver, Colorado, and he really spells it out for a lot of different people. And then we start talking about, like you just mentioned when Andrea Price were ascending the corporate ladder, that one step at another, she has a beautiful story and how she overcame challenges and and, and, but she understood what her brand was and then she began to leverage it at every single level into the C-suite. I thought that was wonderful. And then we continue. You know, we get a great conversation with Naresh Sam Law talked about mentoring, not just mentoring of itself, but how do you approach someone to be your mentor? Mm-hmm. I've never had anyone really describe it like he did. You know, it's not a program. This is something he did intentionally. And he sought this out for himself. And then he knew his story. He knew his brand. He knew he had to have that one pitch, that elevator pitch down packed to someone to find him interesting, that they would take him on as a mentor. And these are you know, CIOs of very large corporations and he is the AVP of himself. And then, and I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to stop right now. I'm going to ask you what you thought about the episode with, with Angela Golden Bryan, who is an actress, right? She's an author. And what did you get out of that?
1: Mm. You know, I, I feel that from that episode, I got a lot of creativity and a lot of purpose work. You know, Angela, Angela, to me, um, talked about how it's important to work from a place of purpose and, you know, not necessarily to perform activities and responsibilities based on like a title, but to find purpose driven work. That's a, that's the primary message that really echoed with me.
0: Excellent. And I got clarity. Out of what she was talking about, because she sure. she bounced some ideas off of me, and she's done all this work. And this is why, again, you get into that part of coaching or talking to someone who's authentic with you and will give you positive feedback. And she was just kind of searching for her brand, and she told me all these different things she was doing. And said, "Well, to me, you're a storyteller." Mm-hmm. And she did author a book. She's been, you know, behind the camera. She's done a lot of different things, but she branded herself in certain ways. And I said "Storyteller." she had an aha moment and then she's gone on on from there. So I really, really liked uh, that particular episode when she talked about that. And then we start talking about public speaking. I remember me and you were at a workshop, right, at Dover University. And we brought Arlene in because everyone said, hey, Grant, what about public speaking? Man. Tell me what you think about that.
1: Uh-huh. Arlene is amazing. She's an amazing spirit that that really showcased the value in learning how to speak in front of a group of people. How not to memorize things, but to really have your bullet points that address the significance of your statements. Because again, the way that you speak really tells people who you are, right? It's like, you know, uh, Christy Grace has this thing that she kind of shared with me, and it's more of people will see your physical attire and will kind of judge you by what they see from that aspect. But when you begin to open your mouth and, and, and communicate, you're also being measured, right? And so Arlene just really echoed the importance of learning how to speak in front of large groups of people being comfortable and being uncomfortable. And um, it's been a pleasure working with her in the past with Nasi and their STARS development program. And um, I actually plan on investing in Toastmasters myself. Um, I think that we all can, even when we believe that we're great speakers, you can always be better. And so um, I definitely plan on making that investment, but Arlene's message was really, be confident, be comfortable, and speaking in front of other people because that's also an aspect of your brand as well.
0: Oh man, she she nailed it with leadership. A lot of people think about public speaking and you're just getting out in front of someone. It's more than that. Right. Get the opportunity to be a leader, right. and if you want to grow and have leadership skills, and and you're working toward a particular goal. And Toastmasters is one of those programs that I believe truly believe you can get there. And talk about learning and, and growth. That was you know Jason Forbes, you know, young careers, <laughs> about to get out there, fight the world in, in healthcare. What, what do you think? Because he's maybe a little younger than you, but here he is. He's he's gung-ho, he's getting out there. He says, Learning and growth is my brand. What do you think about that?
1: Oh man, I I know Jason Forbes personally. Him and I work together. Um, under the membership uh, department for nasi, Florida. and um, yeah he's a very ambitious individual who is striving to make an impact in his community and in his life. and uh, we you know we have something in college in common which is that we are both um, doctoral students. I'm, I'm pursuing a doctorate in public health with a focus in health education and he's also getting a phd. And so for you know for me he was a great representation for early careerists who are trying to figure it out. We don't know it all, and we're trying to connect um, ourselves to our superiors who are seasoned and experienced and can really reach back to help us in molding our brand and really figuring out how can we actually apply our skill set in a very meaningful way? So, so Jason's podcast, I really enjoyed his episode. He was very, it's very honest, very transparent, and I loved the story that he shared as to how he was able to meet you. And that's and, and I'm sure that's been a blessing for him in many ways.
0: This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, they often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. Services include process improvement and operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand. Oh, without question, I actually paired... Jason with Luther Brewster. Wow
1: that's great yep. oh,
0: that's they, great That's the mentor mentee relationship and the fact that they had this in common with follow the brand Luther had no problem connecting with uh, Jason I made sure that Jason had his episode and it was aired and they had' a chance <laughs> to listen to it and we yeah. all got together on, on a zoom call thereafter. They're working with each other uh, as we speak. And that's a beautiful thing that that relationship is taking place and that there is a a handing down of knowledge and experience that is uh, occurring. So he's getting something really out of his. And they both graduated from uh, FIU. So uh, I thought that was awesome.
1: That's great. You know, Grant, that's one thing that you have as a talent is being able to connect people. (laughs) Very wonderful, very wonderful trait that you have.
0: The connector, the super connector, that is one of the uh, brand labels that came out of my 360. And uh, I appreciate it because I did not see myself like that. That's why you take the online questionnaires. I just did a personal brand uh, webinar on September 22nd, and we're talking about that very thing. And you do have to sit back and, and use some tools to 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 understand your brand and to get to a point where it's clear for you that you see what other people see in you and you see it as well. So like you were talking about with Christy Gray's statement mm-hmm. you know, know your value and make sure others know it as well okay.
1: Yeah.
0: So let me ask you this when you when we did Leon green, he has another person from the Caribbean, right <laughs> And he was very you know very matter of fact you know being from Jamaican and he, I love story he, he his story because he he his story. And you I felt what he felt as he left the airport in Jamaica mm-hmm. and landed in upstate New York. What did you get out of that?
1: Wow. I mean, I think it's I think it's always a beautiful story when individuals are able to transform their lives. You know, whenever you're born um, you know, in a quote unquote third world country and you come to the US looking for new opportunities, the transition is not always the easiest, right? So it's like imagine my parents, for example. They, they immigrated with us back in 1994 and imagine the assimilation that they experienced, you know, not not knowing the language, not knowing how things work, having to learn the work system, having to learn laws and regulations and at the same time raising your family. So. You know, for me, I just I just really got from that conversation, his strength and his tenacity and also learning more about, you know, his wife and different projects that he was involved in. Um, I think it's a great story. Um, it's a great ending to a story when you see someone that transitions from one country to the next and is able to be successful. Right. Right. And success for them is in their own terms. And um, he was really able to turn things around and can tell his story boldly and confidently. It's very inspiring. Very inspiring.
0: Uh, you said the word confidence. That was it. You know, he had confidence at every level to he used his personality and his will uh, to, to grow. And he's a good friend of mine, even to this day. And he really enjoyed doing that. You, you feel his enthusiasm. And I couldn't believe that where he worked at VITAS, they, actually sent out his story, that particular podcast episode to every single one of those employees. I thought that was wonderful. I really uh, touched my heart uh, uh for, for his story to get out there because I know there's so many people uh, out in our in, in America and it's big subjects now, but people need to understand that you know people when they come from other countries, they have a certain ambition and they want to succeed and they want to be a, a value to the community. And he is one of those that really shown shown through. And you definitely are another one that uh, is doing great things. I expect great things from you.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for the pressure, Grant. Thank you for the
0: pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> no, you're already doing great things. So that, that's that. You already got a lot in, in, in your accolades. And when we started looking at Kamala Morrison about a model, personalized model, you have to have a model Right. And that model you stick out there, you know, on on, on your personal uh uh or say digital profile. She does it. I love it. Align, connect, innovate. She wants to be a chief nursing innovation officer and she is on her way. I want to see what what did you think about her story?
1: Oh, it was really great how she made the transition from a clinical nurse to actually being more on the business side of healthcare. And um she, you know, she primarily worked with telehealth. Um, and now she's in Atlanta in a new manager position, I think, with data. And so, being that she's kind of made that connection between you know information technology and you know healthcare, um, and I've seen so much overlap between her and I because my story is very unconventional, right? I'm a clinical recruiter turned data analytics enthusiast, I had no intentions of coming into data, you know, my parents. I already laid the foundation. It's either you're going to be a lawyer, engineer, or doctor, and I and I was going to go full throttle into medical school, but the universe had its own plans for me, and so I've had the opportunity of being um, in various positions in data, and I currently work as a data engineer now for a healthcare solutions organization where um, I'm, I'm really doing a lot of meaningful work because I'm generating provider scorecards that allow. Uh, different specialties and locations to really compare their their practice patterns against one another to see are we rendering low value care or are we rendering high value care, right? And so um, I think it's really impressive how she made that transition from bedside nurse to data person, and now she's using data to paint a beautiful story at her organization. And um, you know she has that beautiful motto that you mentioned, right? aligning and connecting and innovating and that those those principles I think are the ethos of success, especially when you're trying to figure out who you are. How can you be innovative? How can you align yourself to the mission of the organization? Right? Um, so those are my comments on that.
0: <laughs> I you know and you brought that up and I thought we segue into your other world because you got multiple hats and data analytics. And I get this a lot from entrepreneurs. Like I've got this data. I've got this information, but I don't know how to monetize. I, I, you know, how, how, how do you do that? What does that look like? Is that something that you're very adept at?
1: Hmm. Well, that's a very, that's a very strong word, adept. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, I, I would say that I'm very comfortable. I'm, I'm very comfortable in, in using data to paint a beautiful story about what is happening. Um, I've worked in, uh, a data, um, analyst position with, uh, my former organization, which, um, is a managed care organization. And I worked specifically, uh, with, uh, HEDIS. And so for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, HEDIS is an acronym that stands for healthcare effectiveness, data, and information set. Um, and it is a program that is, um, really over, over oversaw or regulated by the National Committee for Quality Assurance. And so what they have is a set of performance measures, right? So when you think of a member um, who has an assigned practitioner, there are different services that they, you know, need to have completed within a year. So an example is your annual wellness visit, which is where you go into your doctor maybe once a year, you get your blood pressure checked, you get your eyes checked, you, you know you know you do your labs and then your doctor will tell you if you're in the in the, in the green if you're good if you're sturdy like a cast iron spot and so for me um, some of the work that I did under HEDIS and in that department had to do with measuring whether or not providers were actually meeting those various benchmarks that were set by NCQA and the reason why HEDIS is so important is because when open enrollment comes about every single year and a member shopping for health insurance there's a score right you know that tells you whether or not that health plan is doing doing a wonderful job and keeping their members healthy and so as a health plan you have to report how many members you have how many members have open care gaps Do we have providers who are exceeding various thresholds? And if we don't, then the health plan has to create some kind of action plan to help them exceed those goals. So I would say that I'm very comfortable with, you know, creating um, meaningful information from data simply by looking at what are the various programs that exist currently, right? Whether at a national level or a state level. What kind of data do we have and how can we somehow align the data with what's being requested by the state? So a lot of times these regulatory agencies contract with the health plan and say, in order for you to get maybe X, Y, and Z rating, you have to have these type of, you know, credentials and numbers. So, um, again, I've had a privilege of being able to present wonderful dashboards and reports to C-suite executives and um, share insights, train other individuals on how I created various things, and so I would say I'm very comfortable. And you know, data data is a a very interesting vehicle. And, you know, it allows you to really use information to build strategy, innovation, and reach company objectives.
0: Oh, that question! I was talking to a CEO just this week, matter of fact, and I was asking him about the you know the initiatives in the very near future that they're gonna be working on. And the first thing he told me was data mining. Data mining, not sorry, so you think, you know, data or technology, Think might they can put robots all over. Like, no, no, no. We need to understand our data
1: mm-hmm. and
0: the information that it's giving us to start creating real-time dashboards for decision support. So we can engage with our consumers, our patients, and everyone engage with the healthcare system at a, a real-time level. You know, so you're collapsing that uh, that uh, episode of time uh, to to get more actionable uh, uh, information. You could probably appreciate that. Right, yeah. You know, I think that's wonderful. So there's some other things that you're doing. I, now, we kind of alluded to the beginning of the show that your husband does uh, the cover art. And I know he's in data or technology as well. Just tell us a little bit about raw.
1: well uh so my husband ralph uh he's he's a very intelligent person i'm not saying it because i know him personally i think that you know when you are um with someone you observe the person from many angles and so i always observe him from a friendship perspective meaning that if i was not you know if i wasn't married to you and i met you through work I would observe you through that lens. And so he's very intelligent. He's actually pursuing a master's of science in computational data analysis at FIU. And he's also in the data space as well. Um, He works for a managed care organization is really essential there in terms of uh, training lower level data analysts, building new reporting, building new SharePoint sites, building new ticketing systems. And he happens to have a gift in photography as well as graphic design. So I have I have a personal graphic designer and someone that can uh, do my professional headshots as well as anything else that I request of him. But he's a very uh, he's a very um, intelligent person that I know will be very successful. So uh, when you met him, you made a great uh, a great partnership with him. And uh, I think that he can definitely help you go very far in the podcasting and in other areas of your business.
0: Oh, well, without even question, um, we I challenge him every week to come up with a new uh, cover art <laughs> for our show. It's become a signature now. I can't wait, you know, for the the That's new funny. headshots or whatnot to to come out. And he does a wonderful, wonderful job. And and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pivot back to to you because you also are in this food thing, right? You, you, you do some things with food or you, I don't know, you have your own, you, you, are you doing a YouTube network on, on, on <laughs> different dishes that you're doing? I mean, tell us about other things that you do.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you know, I, I know how to burn a few things. Um, I don't have a, I don't necessarily have a YouTube page, but I know I created one for my mother-in-law a few years ago. So one of my passions is to uh, create connection through food. So I really love to host people and, you know, in our home and I love to have meaningful conversations about life, career, success, public health, and and different things. And, you know, for me, food is that food is that happy medium. You know, I think food in a way brings everyone joy, brings everyone great memories, whether it's about their childhood or about an experience. And so for me, I just uh, I dibble and dabble across uh, different cultures um, I primarily make Haitian food, but sometimes I'll, I'll make some American food or some Indian food or some African food. And, you know, it's my way of really expressing uh, my creativity because I always try to add a you know little slab of Haitianness to anything that I'm making. Um, but I really just also love nourishing my family and my friends. And so that's just something that I that I really love doing.
0: Oh, man, I can't wait for you for the invite. Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, really soon, really soon. We'll definitely coordinate something before the end of the year.
0: Now I'm gonna we're gonna conclude here pretty soon, but I wanna I gotta ask this question. Okay. You know, gotta ask this question because so, how do you define your personal brand?
1: How do I define my personal brand? That's a really great question. Um, I would say that my that my brand um is based on three things. Um, integrity, honesty, authenticity. I I am a proponent of being your authentic self and operating in spaces in the same way that you operate when you're with your family. Um, I I, I don't think that people should change who they are because of the audience, per se. I think that you should show people who you really are. Um, And, you know, everyone is polished in their own way and fashion, but we build connection by having open and candid conversations. You know, we build relationships because we're open and honest. That's how we create that relatedness. So for me, I always try to walk into friendships or networks with uh, authenticity. You know, this is who I am, flaws and all. This is what I feel I can bring to the table. And uh, I I want to contribute to whatever project that you're working on. But I want you to know that I'm coming from a very genuine place and I'm someone that doesn't necessarily deviate away from what is true. I follow things as they are. What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. And um, I feel that my personal brand that's still evolving, right, because I think that who I'm going to be in the next 10 years is is going to differ than my mindset today. So um, it's always evolving, but I, I really do my best to be very authentic, to be honest and to be someone that constantly operates from a place of integrity.
0: Oh man. And see, that brings us to the last episode that the one we did not mention, that was with Anthony Ashby. And he talked about Having an emotional connection, you know, meaning you have to have a connection on an emotional level with, with whoever that you're dealing with. And that mm-hmm. building relationships is what he leverages in his personal brand. And you just stated that, you know, the relationships right. and, and how you're able to bridge those relationships, you know, with your integrity, with your with your honesty, with your authenticity. And that that is bold, it, it's beautiful. Uh, people would love talking with you. You're very, very interesting. Uh, you've got, and I, I say that not just because we, you know, we're talking here. We, we, I didn't know you, but I, I, I'm always very interested because I, I, think about every two weeks you've got something new. <laughs> and I'm like, I did, wow, I, because you just got a certification, right? And is it real estate?
1: Yeah, I just uh, received my Florida real estate sales associate license, and I'm actually working with um signing a contract with a broker so that I can officially start the real estate uh, career, um, as a part-time, part-time, um, opportunity. But yeah, I think that, yes, I, I always have something going on. And, um, it is because as my husband said to me this morning, you know, you're really driven and, um, you won't necessarily stop until you get what you, what you are desiring. And so, for me, I'm constantly hungry, not necessarily for success, because my life purpose is to be significant, is to, is to contribute. It's to contribute in a way, because whenever we have knowledge, the goal is not to withhold information. The goal is to share, to empower and to educate other people. And so for me, I am very, very driven um, because um, My my philosophy, uh, you know, I have many, but the one philosophy that I always quote is, you know, my goal is to create uh, a life that I never want to escape from. So um, my drive, you know, kind of feeds off of this desire to uh, to never really operate from a place of mediocrity.
0: Oh, my God. I think we got the snippet. It might, that, that might be a snippet right there. We'll, we'll have to check the tape. Roll the tape. No. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> so, right. um, I really
0: appreciate okay. um, you joining the show from behind the scenes. We're about to go on to season two, which is a primary focus. It's business development. But understand it's a continuation. It's personal branding with business development. So it's a we're building on top of each other like like a staircase as we move forward and we we are truly and this is another thing i think we collaborated on our our tagline and we're building a five-star brand that you can follow and i truly believe that's what we're doing i've heard it from many different different people that have tuned into the show we've now got a video uh pot well i wouldn't call it a pot; it's a broadcast now you see, some people have seen the high performing one. We do that for our commercial uh, sponsors. That's the one we did with Andrea Price, very beautifully done. You're gonna see a new one that's coming out and that will be for positioning ourselves from you know, just the uh, Spotify's and the and the Apple iTunes of the world into the YouTube world. So you're gonna see these a lot of these episodes that we just talked about, talked about will now be repurposed as a video so you'll be able to, to tune in that way as, as well so stay tuned as follow the brand you know it takes a, a a new pivot and doing it a new way so you can consume all of these different uh episodes and that you get knowledge experience and expertise out of everything that we do and before we go if someone wants to contact you Daniela, what's the best way
1: Okay. Well, if you want to get in contact me, get in contact with me. Um, whether it's for the podcasting launch service or for um, any data analytical work, if you're really wanting to transform your data into meaningful information, you can reach me um, on LinkedIn. Um, I'm going to spell it out for you all. So Daniela, which is D as in Deborah, A N I E L A. Last name is Gillette, G as in great, I-L-E-T. Or you can send me an email at Daniela, my first name, period, Gillette at 5starbdm.com.
0: I like Gillette. Why what, 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 what do I get I, I like Gillette. Gillette. When I think of Daniela Gillette.
1: Gillette at 5
0: bdm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. It sounds great. Yeah, so thank you very much for joining the show. Everyone, please continue to tune in at www.FiveStarBDM. That's B for brand, B for development, and for masters.com. Until next time, see you later. Until next time. Thank you, Grant. You're welcome.